Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob. I am one of your hosts, Peter Madrigal. And I am director Rob Federick, guys. And I am Rob Schulte. And I'm, I've, I've got the Christmas spirit in me. I think we all got the Christmas spirit in us right now, guys, <laughs> right don't now. we? <laughs> yes, uh, it is It is time. Tis the season, Peter. What movie are we reviewing? We are reviewing 1985's Santa Claus, the movie. I'm so ready to review <laughs> Santa Claus Begins, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I have to... <laughs> is this because when i watched this thing all i was thinking was like this is like an origin superhero story of santa claus <laughs> yeah exactly so first of its kind too i will say that first of its kind this is like the first origin story of like a of any superhero let's face it i mean, I mean can, he has superpowers right guys i mean <laughs> this is definitely the only origin story i've ever seen of santa claus <laughs> And, and by the way, guys, like, doesn't it start kind of dark, man? Like, yeah. <laughs> fucking Santa and I, his wife and the reindeer just die. Like, <laughs> I do like that. Uh, here's here's the thing. Um, I love that we get so much backstory in this movie. Uh, going into it, there's two things I wanted to bring up to you guys. One thing is that I am always weary of a movie that has a colon in the title. Santa Claus colon the movie. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm always, it's always like, oh, what is this? Is this direct to DVD? I don't know. Um, but then, uh, which I have learned it was not. But then also, um, I thought this was, when Peter, when you said Santa Claus the movie, I thought you were talking about the movie Santa Claus from 1959, where the he like Santa Claus. Yeah, where he like battles the devil. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. Know. Have you ever seen this? It's no, it's no, no I've, I've never, never seen wild. That. Okay, yeah, it's from 1959, and I will just just a real quick snippet uh, from Wikipedia. Um, it's a 1959 Mexican fantasy film directed by Rene Cardona and co-written by Aldolfo Torres Portillo. In the film, Santa Claus works in outer space and does <laughs> battle with a demon named Pitch, wow. sent to Earth by Lucifer to ruin Christmas. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, that definitely wasn't the movie we watched. No, that is not what we watched. Although I got to say that this may be the origin of that story because it's yeah. like you know superman was you know like when we watch superman and you see the origins or batman and you see the origins like this is like the or like they make it so important for uh for santa claus to be you know i don't know man i, I i'm i guarantee you they thought about these two movies together They're like let's make an origin story of santa claus against like corporate greed and then let's have him battle Satan. Well, it is it is <laughs> yeah. produced by the same guys that did Superman, Superman one and two. What this movie? Yeah. No wonder yeah. they gave it. It looks like Superman two. It looks like, like when, Superman. Yeah. 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 But before we get into the movie, <laughs> Rob, you want to <laughs> give us a little reading over there? Uh, yeah. I. It's so strange. I had never seen this movie, but I had the VHS. Oh, I so, knew you did. I'm so glad. Um, let me flip that over real quick. So, Santa Claus the movie. The legend of Santa Claus comes to life in this enchanting, heartwarming tale that the whole family will cherish year-round. This is the delightful story of a master toy maker who discovers a magical kingdom of elves at the North Pole. There he is, entrusted with wondrous special powers to become the world's beloved patron of Christmas. Santa Claus, and there he the meets. Chosen. Yes, he meets Patch, an eager to please elf who becomes mixed up with a dastardly toy tycoon who plans to take over Christmas. And so begins Santa's greatest adventure of all to rescue his faithful elf and to save Christmas for all the children of the world. Color 104 minutes. Okay. Woo! Okay, so. Can I ask one valuable question? Actually, before Please. that, did you guys find it charming, heartfelt, uh, uh, yeah. endearing? 
I I gotta say that I found a lot of moments that were charming and endearing. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I thought it was it had its cute moments. It's definitely trippy. Yes, <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean those polka dot costumes, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. like. <laughs> but it uh, on on another note though, like this was a pretty large budget movie for the time. Man. Oh yeah, like the effects, oh, yeah. the sets, the 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 production design for the time was i i mean i I wasn't expecting that i was expecting something way more b movie this is something uh much bigger so yeah i have to say i agree with you rob because when you go to like say the imdb page you know there's usually you know the the movie poster and then like a still shot from the movie yeah still shot from the movie is just like an extreme close-up on Santa's beard looking <laughs> up his nose. And I was like, oh, no, there's got to be a better picture they could be using here. Oh, and man. that made me, like, it just set a precedent for me going into this movie that, you know, I guess if the bar is set a little bit lower through a photo like that, uh, it, it becomes magical when it is not just, like, bad uh, photos throughout the entire thing. Uh, and to answer your question, Peter, I did find moments of this movie to be um, endearing and magical and capture the Christmas wonder. <laughs> well, I first saw this movie back in, what, 85, 86 when I was a kid. Really? You know? mm-hmm. So and so this movie for me it brings back childhood memories of Christmas. Yeah. You know? that, this is my... Yeah. This one and the, uh, and the movie Scrooge, but these those two movies are like my Christmas go-to movies. You know, you know they really put me in the Christmas spirit. It's really funny because I, until you had mentioned it, Peter, I had never heard of this movie before. Really? And I'm watching it going like, how the fuck have I not heard or seen <laughs> this movie ever? Like, Dudley Moore is in it. They didn't even put like Burgess Lancaster in there or, or like yeah. or whatever. Like, they, like, they didn't Burgess even- Burgess Meredith. Meredith, sorry. Burgess, uh, that's all right. Burgess Meredith in it like, and he's in it for like five minutes, but like, yeah. but like, still, like, if you see the poster, the big name on it is Dudley Moore, and he's not even the star of the movie. But still, I'm like, how, how did I not know this ever existed? When they arrive at Santa's North Pole yes, house or yeah, whatever, yeah. and like the elves and everything, I was like, dude, I, I, this is like Superman in his Fortress of Solitude. Yes, right exactly. here. Like, like, <laughs> it's and exactly then like, right. And then they're like, we're going to give you, you're the cho- we have been waiting for a chosen one, and. And Santa's like so like revered. He's just kind of like so serious, accepting this responsibility. I'm like, wow, yeah, yeah. this is this is uh, this is something else. This is something else. <laughs> um, Rob, what was your first impression of it? I like just off the cuff, just like what Rob was saying. Yeah. Well, I think when when you first brought it up, I was like, I I don't know of this movie, but like going to the IMDb imdb page it's like i think i've seen this movie poster you know like i think i have seen the box of this somewhere turns out it was on my shelf of vhs movies but um in turning it on i (laughs) loved the Superman twoification of all of the effects. I knew you were going to appreciate it. <laughs> Just for Superman two, I knew you would appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, I loved that. Like, obviously, like let's take Santa's sleigh flying. Like, yes. it doesn't look real, but it looks real in terms of like these are real people sitting on a real sled. You know, they are a real sleigh and they are going into the sky. We don't get any weird, you know, obviously the effects couldn't do it for this film, but we're not taking out of it. It, I I was thinking back to when Zod was fighting in Houston on planet Houston. And uh, the cop car falls into the thing because he blows his breath at it. And it's like, yeah, a real easy practical effect and i'm a sucker for that and i got those a lot in this movie (laughs) dude so i I had fun i can't tell you how many times i laughed out loud in this movie (laughs) like the the, and and i felt terrible because like one of the places where i absolutely (laughs) lost it and i was in tears from laughter is after patch dudley moore's character 
has convinced Santa to do like an assembly line, like like of <laughs> after toys. thousands of years, thousands, right. of, thousands years. of years. He's like, hey, let's make this like the wave of the future or whatever. And he does that, but like it, it goes so fast that some of the toys are poorly manufactured. <laughs> and then like 20 minutes later, it cuts to like these little kids on the wagons and the oh toys my God. and they break. <laughs> That's not even the funny part is the it's like they break and they're crying and their parents come up and lift the kids up. And then there's one other kid just walking with a wagon <laughs> and the wagon breaks and then a bus just runs it over in front of the kid, <laughs> smashing it to bits. And the kid's like, my wagon. I, was I love that part too, Rob. I'm so happy you brought that up because at first I laughed out loud when the girl falls off of like her wooden tricycle and the dad just kicks it into the street. Oh yeah, like, like this oh the hell with this shit. And not trying to like, fix it or anything, right? And I was like, oh my god, I shouldn't be laughing at this. And then when that wagon gets ran over by the school bus, I was just like, nope, all holds like no restraints. I am dying. Even, it wasn't even that. Is it the wagon? Broke? and you're like oh yeah. poor kid no and then just to just to like rub some salt in the wound like, ah, bus just comes and like smashes it to bits like it's like nah fuck you kid no christmas for you no but it's like wouldn't wouldn't uh like i'm just i always wondered when i was a kid about this world like wait a second these kids are getting free toys right from some mythical person and they're complaining about it. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And don't the parents aren't the parents like, where the hell did these toys? Yes, come from? exactly. Like what? <laughs> That's but, always like a question with Santa Claus movies, isn't it? It's yeah. like you have to like suspend that weird second layer of disbelief to be well, like, okay, the parents are just down. They understand. Well, here's the thing, though. In this world, everyone knows that Santa exists, right? Oh, so that's yeah, why. That's, that's right. why. Not real. What? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you have if you have kids in your car while you're do listening not to this, listen to this do not episode. let them listen to this episode. <laughs> in this world, Santa Claus is real, and that's why like they're uh, corny and Joe they're bullied for like defending Santa. They're like, oh, he sucks. He he gives bad toys away. <laughs> <laughs> also, like here's what I don't get because I mean I get it in one sense but the the movie requires a villain right because oh no don't you freaking him up so so now we're you know he he arrives like an hour into the movie by the way like like not even like at yeah. the beginning like, like way later and it's this to- evil toy tycoon like why of all things would the toy guy be evil and like stuff a stuffed animal with sand and broken glass bz like, and john He's like plays the dan Aykroyd character on that snl sketch who sells all of the like terrible toys like johnny switchblade okay i'm just i'm just want to correct you on one thing here okay first of all the full name of this product as appears in stores all over the country is uh, Johnny Switchblade Adventure Punk. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, my God. I was just like, okay. I mean, that's cool, but it's like, of all the evil people that it could be, like, it couldn't be, like, one guy that was just, like, trying to sell, like, you know, like, trying to make money off of something else and, like, squash Christmas. No, it was, like, it was a toy maker that never got anything from Santa. Well, it had to be a toy maker because he had a rival Santa. Yeah, yeah, toy, yeah. Like, I get it. Making. I get it. And then he wanted pa- to become Santa. Yes, he Christmas too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy John Lithgow in this movie has so many moments too. Yeah, like he does. When, when when he's like he, he chews on that scenery. He does when he's sucking in the air and he's like oh. and Patch is all like, "Oh, that's fantastic." How do you turn your face so red so fast? For real? Let me, oh, let me propose a question oh, to you guys oh, about Christmas movies in general. Because, <laughs> A, I think if this movie came out in, say, July, maybe uh, people would have even less good things to say about it. But I don't know about much, that. <laughs> well, much like Trapped in Paradise, do you right. think a movie like this works better when it is watched seasonally like is there something about like the level of like i want to immerse myself in christmas spirit that like i don't know makes a movie better if it's a christmas movie um well yeah exactly it's like you know whenever you set something in a certain season 
that's when it's supposed to be watched. Like, I don't like watching Die Hard in the summer. Yeah. I have to. That's one of my Christmas movies. I can watch Die Hard 3 in the summer. I can't watch yeah. regular Die Hard in the summer. The first one you can't sure. watch. You have to watch it during the Christmas season. Otherwise, you know. Same thing with like Home Alone. It's just, it's it funny. weird. Christmas movies of all the other holiday movies. Because, I mean, I guess Halloween movies I can, like, the Halloween themed movies. Not because horror movies are horror movies. But any movie that takes sure. place during the season of Halloween I feel awkward not watching during Halloween. Like I won't watch Hocus Pocus or something like that in like February. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. it's the same thing with like Christmas movies. Like they do get you into the spirit. That's the idea behind them. You know, yes. if it's just a movie that happens to take place during December months or whatever, and it was just like a drama or something or like an action, maybe, but even then like it's, 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 that's, I think the point of those movies is to immerse you in the season. Like you said, Rob, and and kind of you know fill your your christmas spirit with wonder i guess so i'm, I'm in yeah. agreement i don't think the movie would have done as great but who knows because to me this isn't a christmas movie this is a superhero movie <laughs> with the, but the superhero Good is santa call. claus i know but santa claus being the super but it is a superhero movie <laughs> he has to fight an evil villain he is the chosen one he is bestowed with powers <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's given a fortress so peter did you like have some sort of um tradition when you watch this movie well, because it's like is held so close to you like christmas is all about the like things we do with either family or friends and like the movies we watch is there like a i don't know do you pour yourself some piping hot cider before eggnog eggnog definitely the eggnog but since i'm an adult the eggnog has transformed into eggnog with like brandy of course it's got to be spiked but um as far as this movie goes it this one scrooge and then of course lord of the rings became like part of my yeah part of my um dna my 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 christmas spirit movies yes me too on top of of course this movie and scrooge it's just like it has to I have to I'm a very Christmassy guy. I'm more Christmassy than Halloween, even though <clears throat> with Halloween, you know, I watch Scream. I watch Sleepy Hollow. I watch all those movies. Those movies are reserved for October. This movie is reserved for the month of December for me. You know, it's very and it, it and I think a lot of it does come from just like just like you, Rob, with Trapped in Paradise. It does come from a sense of nostalgia when I saw this as a child. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I. It's funny because you're right. Like I, I watched the Lord of the Rings as well in December, but because those movies came out during the December months and I used to live in New Jersey when those movies yeah. came out. So it was actual winter time with snow and stuff. And it is a nostalgic thing for me. It's the same thing with Home Alone. I saw Home Alone in Latin America, I believe, when I was a kid, but I still associate it with Christmas and it gets me into the spirit. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I do also have a repertoire. Well, piggybacking of off of what you said, that's probably one of the reasons why I like this movie so much is because Santa Claus is kind of like a superhero, you know? Yeah. Th- this, to mm. me, the, the Lebowski Santa Claus, this guy right here, is my <laughs> Santa Claus, okay? Like, whenever I think of Santa Claus, I think of this Santa Claus. But I have a question for you guys. Um, what did you think of this Santa Claus? And who is your favorite Santa Claus? Whenever you think of Santa Claus, who who do you That's think? That's a really good question. You know? can, I, can I tell you something, Ooh. though, before we jump into that? The whole time I was watching this movie, by the way, Peter, I just pictured you and Jude snuggled in your couches, you know what I mean? <laughs> With, like, eggnog and a couple of blankets and, like, like you know, Christmas decor at the house. And it's like, all right, it's time to watch Santa Claus the movie yeah. as a family and stuff. And, and <laughs> I, I thought that was, like, I was like, that's kind of cool, man. Um but Santa Claus for me, oh man, I have a funny story I'll have to tell you guys later about Santa Claus. But okay. I think, you know what, dude? I have no idea. Like, I think Santa Claus for me is probably the remake of Miracle on 34th Street Ooh. Ooh. Uh, with John Hammond from Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. Um, why am I blanking Richard on his name? Yeah, Richard Attenborough. Uh, that probably was because it was presented as like, this is the real Santa. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. seeing it as a kid. So I think that would be my ideal Santa Claus. Although I don't like how short his beard is. Gotcha. Rob, what Ooh, about you? Wow. Yeah. Um, I think that given 
when I grew up and when I was watching movies that like Tim Allen has like a youth part of me where like I grew up with the Santa Claus as a uh, unique Santa uh, for me. I do not think he is the best Santa by any means. Um, a Santa that I really, really like is when Art Carney plays Santa in the Twilight Zone episode where he's like the drunk who stumbles onto a discarded Santa bag and then starts giving people gifts and it gets very Twilight Zone-y but uh, that's probably just because you you guys know I like horror movies and weird stuff like that. But I think it's weird, like any sort of spins you can put on it are fun. Well, and, then you're uh, you're gonna go see uh, Fat Man by Mel Gibson. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not the biggest Mel Gibson fan, but I will so. definitely be seeing Fat Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, like, what do we uh, what like do we think of Kurt Russell as Santa Ooh. Claus? <laughs> Sexy oh, Santa. yeah, I never saw that. I saw I Christmas need... Chronicles. It was really fun, but uh, he makes a good Santa. It's a weird Kurt Russell Santa. It's, well, it's interesting. But uh, what I was going to ask you guys is, um, what did you think of this Santa Claus? You know what? Uh, was he jolly enough for you guys? This <laughs> Santa Claus felt, because it was Santa Begins, the origin story. <laughs> yes. Uh, he felt legitimate to me because it was like, oh, he's in this old town and he would mm. take these reindeer and give wooden carving that. toys. Okay. Like, I like the origin of it. It's a little dark when he and his wife just all die. Like, the reindeer just collapse and then they all just die. Uh, but then as they're building him up and then he becomes like, you know, he has that reverence, moment of reverence and, you know, ser- uh, uh, accepting the responsibility of being Santa Claus. As he evolves, like, I grew to believe this is Santa Claus because his beard got longer. He started getting a little uh, more overweight and all of the guys were making fun of him. It's it's the cookies. It's the cookies. Uh, but no, I, I have a thought on. I liked him. <laughs> I liked him as Santa Claus. I did feel like he was jolly. I think that I believed the the journey. I believe the journey of him becoming Santa Claus. So, yes, I could see him as Santa. <clears throat> what about you? I think he did do a good job as Santa Claus. Um, I think it's always hard to actually present a ho, ho, ho. (laughs) Take it seriously. (laughs) Yeah. And I think he did a pretty, I think he did a pretty good job of it. I don't think he needed the yo to get the sleigh going, (laughs) but, um, but I think he did a really good job of making it actually sound like a laugh that Santa would do. Yeah. Um, I, I think the problem came in with that he was supposed to be this like epic, you know, like you said, Rob, Santa begins, you know, like he is the end all be all. Right. There was none before. There right. will be none after. Right. He's eternal. And yeah. And it just kind of, you know what? I'm I'm going to say it, guys. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. It. it left me with more questions than answers. Really? Because oh. I thought yeah. one of the well, things no. that this movie does well is that it explains, in its best way, the mysteries behind Santa Claus. Like okay. how he delivers toys all in one night. I thought that was clever, you know? Sure. How they get uh, uh, the reindeer to fly. They they give them magical, sparkly food. Yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, guys, <laughs> I, know, I know that Rudolph came way after the... But, like, what the hell, man? Put Rudolph in the damn movie. No, I totally... I, I don't like Rudolph. You don't all. like Rudolph? No, that's going to be for uh, the Fat Man Rises. That's going to be Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this wow. movie has brought a lot of fun to this episode. Yeah, exactly. Um, you needed someone to guide your sleigh, <laughs> and I was born with the light on my nose. Oh, God. <laughs> Can I tell you guys like a sort of off-topic Santa story? I, uh, Bring it on. I, it's the Christmas season. I was directing a music video. <laughs> And I needed to cast like just interesting looking people. And one of them was supposed to be like one of these street drummers, right? Like, like, mm-hmm. and I auditioned people that sort of looked like, I hate to say it, hobos. Cause that's what the, you know, 
what the artist sure. was requiring for this video. And I was living in in, uh, in an apartment complex in Glendale, and I used to rent out their conference room that they have to like mm-hmm. like or book their conference room to do the auditions, right? And but they would have to walk in through the management office to get there, right? It's a nice little yeah. fancy place. And all of a sudden, all these people dressed as hobos started <laughs> coming in, and this one dude with like an epic huge beard, right? And like he just yeah. comes in, and they're like. I'm looking for Rob Federick <laughs> and the management <laughs> office is like, what? <laughs> like, like, he's upstairs and he comes in and this dude, like no joke, like chubby, jolly and everything. And I'm like, dude, like what have you, else have you been in? Cause you look familiar. This guy is in like a ton of Santa commercials. <laughs> he goes by the name Santa for real because he literally spends the whole year growing, grooming and like dying his wig I mean, not his wig, his beard, sorry, to look like the real Santa Claus or whatever. Well, I bet you he can't do the super duper looper. The super duper looper. It's the only way. Come on, (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys ever watched that documentary, I Am Santa Claus, by uh, Mick Foley, the world WWE wrestler? No. Um, Oh, my God. I think it's on Netflix. You guys got to check it out. He, uh, you know, he also is mankind and dude love. Oh, okay. uh, he did a, an entire documentary about ev- all these different people who portray Santa Claus. And I have, I am 99% sure, Rob, that this dude is in that documentary. Pro- probably, because I just literally Googled, if you go to SantaForReal.com, <laughs> he's got a picture of him chilling on a couch with some hot ass chick. Like on. Oh my God. <laughs> this yes. guy is epic, man. But like, if you look at it, it's kind of crazy, man. Like, uh, yeah, he's oh, giving it's... a wink and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I met the real right. Santa, apparently. There you go. God, I hope you got his autograph. Uh, Peter, I have a very important question for you. Yes, sir. Shoot. <clears throat> what would you do different for this movie? Okay. No, th- this is a very, very Peter question. <laughs> yes. Um, first off, like it seemed very uh, the the world, even though they wanted to make it very, very expansive, and he's traveling all over the world in one night and blah blah blah. It still seemed very small. It was like it felt like it was being shot in a studio. And then once it gets to modern times, the twentieth century, you know that the 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 sands of time keep on ticking. It gets to the twentieth yeah. century. All of a sudden, the whole thing is concentrated around the city of New York, you know, which is fine. But me personally, I probably would have kept it in the um, 1800s. You know, I would have kept it in the old like in the old world instead of like bringing it to the new world. Um, I probably would have made the uh, elves outfits less colorful. You know, <laughs> you don't like those polka dots. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's a little too. It's a little too much. You know, I would have definitely, of course, and, and the reason why I would have gone uh, not so bright on the elves is because I would have definitely wanted the Santa suit to stand out right. amongst all mm. of his elf helpers. Right. right. You know. Um, I pr- I would have kept definitely kept the origin story because that's what I love about this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's, the, it's all about a good origin story. Yeah, man. You know? I mean, I don't think I've ever heard of a Santa Claus origin story, which is kind of cool. Um, I think, I mean, I know I what they were going for with the colorful suits. I just think it does it does fall apart for me. But I mean, it was the '80s, man. So yeah, no, that makes sense. But the thing is, is that like I probably would have done the bz character in a different way you know what i mean i would have made him like the antithesis of yeah santa claus which is what he's going for yeah. but i would have put it in the 1800s and it would have played it more like you know oh he's kind of go back to that 1950s uh version of santa claus where he's like fighting against uh, uh the antithesis of him can we can i can i throw you guys a pitch right now sure you know, oh please i think we need to make the movie the origin of Santa Claus again, like we remake the origin, right? And Santa's got to fight against Jack Frost and Krampus. Oh, yes. Yes. It's like Santa versus yes. Krampus. We should make that a go, dark yeah. Christmas comedy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it would be great. I am so down. I can't remember if we talked about this on an episode or <laughs> if it was uh, uh, 
pre or post episode, but uh, Rob, you and I have seen Krampus, but Peter has not. Is that I have correct? Not. Yeah, I haven't seen Krampus oh, yet. Oh, Krampus man. is, I think, actually, Krampus is a Christmas movie for sure. Yeah. It's a different tone, but it is definitely something that I will re- probably rewatch. So who is Krampus? So the mystery of Krampus is that, you know, there are naughty and nice kids, yeah. right? And the nice kids get presents, but what happens to the naughty kids? Get coal. They get coal, but who delivers the coal? Santa. Krampus. Krampus. Krampus delivers the coal, and he is the antithesis of Santa. He is some sort of half-demon, I believe, Rob. I don't remember 100% the origin story that the grandma tells. Yeah, I'm going... I mean, you keep going, but I'll I'll give a little bit more detail. Right, and it's like, it's if the kids are bad or whatever, Krampus comes to take the children. Okay. Right to house to house, and and he's basically like looking for the naughty kids and stuff like that. And he's got these horns and stuff like that. Like he's does he Santa is, Claus make an appearance in that movie? He does not in that oh. movie. Uh, and that movie is actually really clever in the reason why Krampus comes to to them. Uh, but yeah, it's it's why. a it's just a dark kind of comedy, and it's it's really good because it it actually sends a good message. Yeah. Uh, but. It's really kind of interesting. And the, and the way they execute Krampus, they did it old school style with like makeup and stuff it. like that. They didn't do CGI. They did animatronics and stuff like that. And he just looks cool, man. Like, gotcha. So, yeah, yeah, Rob, I don't know if you want to. Sh- I forgot a little bit about the backstory of, of Krampus. Well, I- it's you pretty much nailed all of it. One of the weird things about Krampus is that he's actually like a companion of St. Nicholas. Right. So like ah. they you could almost look at them being on the same team. Yes. But like they their origins are like the Krampus origin is pre-Christian. Right. So it almost like you could postulate that Krampus was first and then when things got retooled it was more like, well, maybe we should focus on the positive yeah. right. and create someone who brings gifts rather than someone who just brings like fear. Well, to, to piggyback cold. off of what you were saying about positivity, that's the one thing, the major thing I was going to get to as far as this movie is concerned. Santa kind of goes a little negative. First of all, he's mm. not even the main character. It's a, it's it's Dudley Moore's patch. But he kind of goes a little negative there. He's like, oh, maybe BC is the, you know, and then he hides away for a while. And I'm like, ah, where's Santa? I want to see more Santa, you know? Yeah, like, bro, like, why does Santa break down? He's like, he's yes, Santa Claus. He exactly. should not. And he's so, eternal. He's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. Why is a toy maker going to, like, all of a sudden shake that confidence? Exactly. It's like, you know, it's all you know, him, him going negative. It's, you know, it just doesn't. It's almost like Luke Skywalker. Never mind, I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I can understand maybe, because, you know, other movies about Christmas always talk about, like, the power of belief and the Christmas spirit is what fuels Santa, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't have enough Christmas spirit, then Santa's powers are not as strong. Well, we And that's something that should have been emphasized in this movie. They should have done that because, I mean, they do it in Elf. They do it in uh, the Christmas uh, uh, Caper, or I forget the name of the Russell Crowe movie, but the Christmas Chronicles, sorry. Chronicles, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. They do the same thing, you know, and Miracle on 34th Street. They all talk about it. It's it's the power of belief and 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 the Christmas spirit that fuels Santa's power. So I'm mm. assuming that's kind of where they went with that. Well, they, it, well, if that's the case, then they didn't do a good. That's the one thing that I'll say they didn't do a good job. Everything gotcha. else. I think was great. You love it. No, it's good, man. I, it, you know what? It, it did. Well, I was just wondering what you guys would have thought because that you two didn't see. Yeah, I've never seen this movie. Before. I never even heard of it until so now. So you should go punch yourself in the back. I should. <laughs> Both. No, of you. you know what? I'm gonna call it. I feel like you should uh, like run into a sleigh for this one just because <laughs> you know you got to see Santa Begins, man. Like you got to. <laughs> it is a movie that must be seen. I don't know if it's necessarily a movie that needs to be celebrated. Um, <laughs> now, I did have, I think my, my one of my big qualms in this, and I sent it to you guys in the group text beforehand. Uh, listeners, it was very, very important to me. Um, we get Santa delivering presents. He's helping the homeless kid, Joe, yeah, which yeah. there's a lot of questions there. Yeah. They're in one house together and they get some great home-baked cookies. 
another house. There's some really great cookies and milk. They get to one of the more like extravagant of houses, and they've left out a pile of Oreos. That's awesome for Santa. <laughs> and I love Oreos. Don't get me wrong. You twist them, you eat the cream. It's so great. Hell yeah. But Oreos for Santa really took me out of this picture, gentlemen. Really? I Can just I, ask I, why? I well, because he... they don't feel like a Christmas cookie. Really? You want to And they that? don't feel like um it feels like when you're giving something to Santa, they should be like homemade cookies or at least you well, have the air of homemade cookies. He did he did eat uh he did eat chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Chocolate chip, they're my favorite. Yes, that's what he says. Yeah. But I, you know what though, guys? I, I I I beg to differ, Rob. Like I grew up watching commercials in Christmas time with Oreos and Santa loving Oreos. There was a great commercial about these kids trying to spot Santa because that's the that's the qualm I have with this movie is that the kids see Santa and Santa's not even like trying to hide it. He's just like, oh hey kids, like I hate uh, when this happens. It's like thank you for the cookies, you know, chocolate chips are my favorite, and I'm just like, dude. Aren't you supposed to like not be seen by children? Isn't it like the whole point? You know, yeah. so I don't know. I mean, but that goes back to the idea of the parents even knowing about it. This is some weird dimension. I yeah, know, right? but uh, Oreos for me have uh, I, I don't know, man. I, they've always kind of been. I mean, I, chocolate chip is the traditional, but I of think course. that Oreos for me have always been a Christmas cookie as well because of that commercial. It's these kids putting the Oreos, trying to catch Santa. And they bait him into like, oh, the cookie is so good. And then they almost <laughs> spot him and he disappears just in time before they see him. And I remember that as a kid going, like, oh, yeah, shit, let's leave Oreos out for Santa, you know? Yeah. So, well, to Rob, you were just of- a product of Big Oreo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Piggybacking off of what Easy you're saying. You got me, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Piggybacking off of Oreo. I mean, you got Coke in here. You got oh, McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that McDonald's. Up? I don't think I'd ever seen a more delicious looking McDonald's. Right. But, but also, like, <laughs> I was watching that McDonald's scene going like, dude, this is so dark. Like the freaking kid on the window, like just yeah. starving as oh, like yeah. all these families. Are I was like, that's depressing. It to me. was. Yeah. Especially <laughs> McDonald's of all places. You know? Jesus. I don't think they knew. It also they were makes me to. remember like what McDonald's was in 1985 versus what McDonald's is now. Yeah. And although like fast food is fast food is fast food, but like the way it was presented to us, it's like, yeah, we go as a family to McDonald's and we can get a budget meal together, which is a burger and fries. And we all love diners and this is just that, but faster. Gotcha. Um, yeah. But it's it yeah it was very bizarre like the kid might as well have been trying to look at a Red Ryder BB gun through that <laughs> glass window. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, man? Yeah. I don't think I actually said any of the things I would have done a little different. So if you guys would indulge me. Yeah, um, absolutely. I agree with both of you guys that I would like this to be set more in the past. Um, And, you know, you set up the Santa Claus universe to put stuff in the present. Um, But I think the colors were off as well. I really would have liked to see more of Claus before being Santa. I would like Mm. to know this world and I would want it to be like, I don't know, maybe paralleled between like the elves origin and the claws origin. You know, like where do these elves come from? Tell me more about these elves. Tell me more about like the lore involved with these magical creatures. Tell Like when the like elder elf comes out and names him Santa Claus, um, I want to know why he was such a big deal. You know, I want to like, I want to live in the world of magic, I guess I should say. And wait, like magic meaning like pre North Pole magic or like after, like when he becomes Santa? I think the last act of this movie should be the manufacturing of the toys within Santa Claus's workshop and prepping for his first run as Santa Claus. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, so I think most of this movie is like, if, if you do three act structure, 
you know, beginning is learning about Santa Claus and the elves. Yeah. Or but before he's Santa. The middle is like becoming the claws. Yeah. And then the end is like doing it. I'm not necessarily sure where the conflict comes in there, right. but if we do throw in a villain, then it could be like a like you were saying, like a Jack Frost or someone that's like or a Krampus that's trying to sabotage yeah. like the positivity that's being built through this world. But it did seem, and I think this is because it's a product of its time, like too like shiny and colorful and mm-hmm. like it felt like the costumes were right off of the, you know, Assembly neighborhood line. theater rack. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, very felt, very like, they didn't feel real. They felt like costumes. And yeah. I think there's, a, you can really tell a difference, you know? But that's where I would, the little changes I would have liked to have seen. But bring in Lithgow just because I think he did great. Well, looking <laughs> looking at the positive of this movie, um, everybody, and I mean, everybody has fun with their roles. Like, every, like there's never, here's the thing. For me, there's never like a dull moment. Like, everyone's just choose it up as much as they can. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what that's I think that's one of the reasons why I like this movie so much, is because everyone has such an upbeat. Um, I'm not going to say character, but upbeat uh, performance, you know, yeah, like like their personalities are. All yeah, upbeat. it really shines yeah. through Dudley Moore's uh, personality shines through uh, the big Lebowski's, uh, uh, you know, his yeah. uh, Santa Claus. <laughs> but, he really enjoys being Santa and John Lithgow steals it. I mean, oh, he yeah, is no, having he's great. fun. He's great in everything. When though, he's man. shoving those candy canes in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> at the end, How about like, <laughs> him floating in space at the end? Not yeah. like, like... He's like alive in space. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay, like, dude, you should have died like fucking three hours ago, man. <laughs> like... It's that candy cane magic, you know? I guess, I guess um, it is. I guess it it's is. It's like, get me down. Um, and then the best part is that, like, jolly-ass dancing in the in the North Pole house with the kids. And, like, Santa's just, like, flipping the kid up and down. And, like, like all the elves are dancing around. And it's just, like, this big set piece or whatever. I was like, okay. Like, you know, this reminds me of Ewoks dancing. But Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the best part of any Star Wars movie. Uh, <laughs> I think that... Uh, yeah, I think also if we're like, I'm not here to shit on a Christmas classic. I think this is a wonderful, fun film Thanks. to drink your eggnog to. Dude, um, let's do that next is, year. Yes. Let's get drunk is, watching that movie. <laughs> okay. Well, we do have to record a uh, wild card coming up here next. So get the nog <laughs> ready, boys. I love um, it. Now, there is just so much going on in this movie like unfortunately you could probably cut most of the little kid stuff which is like why would you do that in a santa claus movie uh, but yeah that would you. be like the first stuff to go from this one yeah well yeah you know the friendship Anyhow. with corny and with uh joe yeah definitely cut that it's like uh that's like a, like a storyline that's not needed at all even when i was a kid i was like why are these two kids here what about all the rest of the kids? What about me? You know what I mean? <laughs> when I was a kid, I was yeah, like, where's Peter? Wait, wait, what about me? Can, can, can I ride the sleigh? Can I drive the sleigh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As a kid. I those... promise I can do that looper. Exactly. I can get that super duper looper done, you gotta, Santa. You got to do it, man. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know what? I just saw that. I just saw this movie for the 1000th time this morning. And um, uh-huh. like, um I was watching it, and the thing, and the one thing that was going through my mind was like, I wonder how Rob and Rob are taking this movie in right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to tell you, man. Like, I I absorbed it at first. I was like, oh, this is this is kind of neat. And then I was like, oh, okay. Well, Santa and his wife just die, and like that was crazy. And then I was just, man, laughing out loud like several times, going like, this is the trippiest origin story I've ever seen. But like you know what like it's I I get it man it's a 1985 movie it was weird back then I don't know you know movies were kind of fantasy movies especially were kind of weird back then but I ate it up man I was like I right, I'm into it you know like it did run a little long in certain areas for me too and I'm and I'm with you Rob I'm like this is a little all over the place but 
uh, at the end of the day, I still had fun with it. <laughs> Same. Like, I'm glad that I watched this, especially, you know, tis the season. You, you know, it's hard to say no to a Christmas movie in Christmas time. You know, like, I'll, I'll fucking turn on the Hallmark channel go. and watch go. some <laughs> sort of, like, Mario Lopez, Jennifer, uh, or and Melissa Joan Hart uh, rom-com if I have to, just to feel Christmassy, you well, know? What, nice. what you guys think about the uh, competing Santa Clauses? So Patch gets the... He, yeah. he invests these lollipops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about that TV promo that he made with the dancing chicks? T- let's talk about all of it. The TV promo, <laughs> the car that he makes, and the lollipops. Like, when I was a kid, I was like... I always... I, I, I remember... I, I wrote a letter to Santa. I want... A fly, a floating lollipop. That's crazy. Did you get? Did you wow. get an approximation of that? No. Oh no. <laughs> and that's when well, he Peter, knew. I, I'm going to do my best real. to get you a floating lollipop you for this bet. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but what did you guys think? Let's start with that promo. What did you think of the uh, North Pole promo with Patch? God, his, his <laughs> it was. <laughs> I think this is where Dudley Moore shines. By the way, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think I would have to just agree with Rob. Like it is played so perfectly that it, that is exactly what an elf would do if he was shoved into a like, we're going to really add some pizzazz to Christmas this year, man. And you're going to get in there and you're going to sell these but lollipops. And it's like the okay, half naked like- elf women <laughs> like dancing around like, yeah, it's, it's the corruption it's, of society like, and media. It's like, yeah, kids. Titties. That's what sells Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's busy. He knows what the people oh, want. Lord. Yeah. Okay. Now, it. what about yeah. the car, guys? Because he's competing now with Santa. Yeah. What about that car? You know, and they're like waving him off. It's like you go, Pets. You go. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked to have that car as like a toy to play with all of my action figures when I was a youth. Like it looked that cool, <laughs> but it was ridiculous looking at it in a form of this movie. But I mean, like, here's the thing, though. Dudley Moore, man. I mean, you know, we all know about his lifestyle. He was, you know, he had some issues with drugs and alcohol and stuff. But like, you know, I always think of Arthur when I think of uh, of Dudley Moore. Oh, you think of Arthur? Yes. Do you? And it, like, all I could see is like this elf just falling off the wagon going Arthur style like, the whole time. I was he, waiting for that. You know what I'm saying? So like, it was like, I, I'm not surprised that this was going to happen, you know? Yeah. But it's it's still crazy. Certainly had those rosy cheeks. Oh, yeah. Those painted um, on rosy cheeks for sure. Yeah. Just from being They're cold. Natural. They're natural. Um, They're all natural. They're all natural. Yes, yes. Oh, good Lord. So, guys, we're getting to that point where we need to start wrapping Wait. it up. Do we have any final before thoughts? We do this. My on... final thought is before, yeah, yeah, go, go before for it. Before we do this, I, I, or maybe we'll do it after is, I want all three of us to give out our best ho-ho-hos okay. for the season. That'll be the very end. So. Ooh, yeah, that's how we got to close oh, out man. the ep. 100. Right, so. uh, yeah, Peter, what oh, do you got? Man, my final thoughts is I'm never going to stop watching this movie. I'm going to be 100 and I'm still be watching <laughs> that's this That's awesome. Movie. Uh, during Christmas, Dude, you're going to become Santa when you die. Eventually. I probably will. I probably will. You will. But you um, will be the chosen one, Peter Claus. Peter Claus. <laughs> Peter Claus. I'm gonna add Peter to that now. Uh, I'm sorry for laughing so much. It's just like this movie makes me laugh and gets me in it a makes good, you jolly. jolly you're, you're gonna be Santa. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> it is great. Yeah. If 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 us watching Santa Claus colon the movie <laughs> is Santa Claus, then coherence is our Krampus. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think I've, la- I mean, I don't even think I've laughed in any of these episodes the most, like we've laughed the most during this one than any of our wild cards or any yeah. of those, man. This has been, this has been jolly oh, all the way. <laughs> that was going to have to be, I'll just say it. That's my like final thoughts. Uh, did I love this movie? No, but did it 
was am I glad I watched it? Hell awesome. yes. Love it. Um, I thought for me it was uh it was interesting to say the least. I could totally see why Peter wraps himself up in the couch and watches it every Christmas. Uh, I probably now will be adding this one to my repertoire just to laugh at the wagon getting smashed to bits like that. That's yeah. my favorite part of the whole movie. Um, but you know, obviously, with its uh, with its flaws, and uh, you know, it's an endearing uh, attempt at a at a cool Santa Christmas movie. That's different. It's different from anything that I've ever seen. So uh, I liked it uh, in that sense. But uh, yeah, that that's it. Awesome. All right. Well, um, Peter, I think you need to take us away, but we all need to give our best ho ho hos after you uh, do that. I think, I think, I think we we should do is we should Rob, you and I should give our best ho ho hos, and then Peter's got to give out his last one as he signs us oh off. Oh my god! Ooh, <laughs> I think perfect. That's what it is. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, editor, take note that uh, clean this up just slightly. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Rob, would you like to go uh, first? Sure. <clears throat> this is this is Ooh. me attempting my Santa Claus ho ho ho. Ho 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 ho! I like it. Awesome. <laughs> a lot to live up to. A lot to All live right. up to All here. Right. Okay, I'll go. Me 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 me. <laughs> um. Ho 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 ho! That one takes the cake. Uh, it does take the cake. Right, I can't even do. I'm not even gonna do it. <laughs> I can't do it better do than it. you guys. You gotta do it. You gotta do okay, it. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll do one. Ho, ho, ho. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Super duper looper. Uh, <laughs> Oreos. Oh. Titties and Christmas. All right. and wagons note, getting smashed. On that note, guys, I'm going to sign us <laughs> off. Everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob. Please leave us a comment on any of the um, on any of the uh, platforms that we're on, whether it's Spotify or you know the Apple iTunes podcast app that you probably will have on your phone. And uh, hmm. for that, for Rob and Rob, I am Peter Madrigal, and you'll be hearing from us next week. Thank you for listening. Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob is hosted by Peter Madrigal, Rob Federick, and Rob Schulte. The podcast is edited by me, Chris Tyler and produced by Rob Schulte. If you're looking to support this podcast, check out the merch link in the show notes or just leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any suggestions for a movie you'd like us to cover, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Christos Tyler or to Rob at Rob K. Schulte. Thanks, and we'll see you again next week. Show.